Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Today's guest is a business attorney that focuses on entrepreneurs and founders who are interested in scaling their business. I'm going to be honest, before I got into the entrepreneurial organization, I had no idea what that meant. And so if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know, and that's okay, but you can still learn a lot from this. And it's also something, it gives you something to just further think about. She started her career in big law and spent a period of time doing high-end healthcare finance for hospital systems, which I come from healthcare too. Um, And before going in-house with a multinational marketing company that worked with financial institutions. She brings all that experience to smaller companies and founders who are working to be that big, meaning scaling. So the stories that she shares are absolutely mind-blowing. If you're an early company, especially if you're raising money um, or doing anything with equity, it's so important to use, to just have a relationship with somebody that that you can that you can reach out to before you sign your name away it is crazy all the the stuff americans have been very schooled on how attorneys are expensive and i can't afford it and blah 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 and it's like no you've got to do your homework and apparently there's like some online companies where you can just you know pay $500 real quick set up an llc in delaware and like you think everything is going to be hunky dory and like it's not So making sure that you have the right legal setup first, and then if you have a business partnership or some type of an operating agreement, you both need to have legal representation, regardless if you're family or friends. Like that was another one of the big takeaways. It it can like ruin families. It can ruin relationships. We both have stories that we shared on things that have just, it's like, how can this even happen? How do we even get here? You involve money and emotions and things can just get messy. So just reach out. If you don't have a business attorney or, or you don't have an advisor or someone that you can call, please, please, please go to Nancy. Cause not only is she an amazing attorney, she really freaking cares that's, that's, that's hard. It's, it's not that other attorneys don't, that's not what I'm saying. It's just, it's just a completely different level because she's invested because of her background so heavily into wanting to closing the deal and get to the finish line for business owners. And not everyone takes that on when they're doing a service, which is so important. And we, we, we talk about planning and strategy and we're coming up on the end of the year and things that you really need to think about, like updating your will and like 
just doing things that are not fun and sexy in business, but like they will save you so much headache and so much time and so much money and so much effort when actually something does happen. What's really cool is she is a fourth generation entrepreneur. And so she grew up in an entrepreneur land with, with her grandparents and her parents. And so being around that, she just brings a completely different level. Having someone that is approachable that you doesn't make you feel stupid or less than not that again, anyone's trying to make you feel that way. It's just, you know, when you vibe with people and you earn their trust and you trust them and they trust you and you trust them to guide you to be a smarter business owner in terms of the decisions that you're making can sometimes save your business. Nancy Stabell, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is fun. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just talking. It's just like, right. I love it. But before, so y'all, we were chatting beforehand and I'm like, I'm not even recording. I'm like, <laughs> I need to record this. They, I'm like, everyone needs to hear these stories. Y'all know I'm all about my stories and like helping people not make some, I don't say mistakes. I say opportunities to learn, but shit, some of this stuff, I mean, it ends up costing you a lot. And, and unfortunately for some businesses, they have closed because they didn't have an attorney or somebody in their corner looking after the things that you don't know what you don't know. So um, before we like dive in, because there's a few specific things that I, I want you to share, can you share a little bit about your background? Like what drove you to become an attorney and an entrepreneur and, and really like work for yourself? Sure. Um, so uh, I am a fourth generation attorney and I am also on my father's side of the house and on my mother's side of the house, I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur. Um, my whole family on that side goes up are real estate developers um, and my mother did that and was in healthcare. And so somehow I don't think I was able to escape the entrepreneurial call that is kind of of independence. Um, and uh, I spent a number of years in-house with working in big law before I went in-house with a multinational company. And um, and when the time came to leave there, they were having some what they called regulatory headwinds. Um, they uh, closed the department and, the eight, and laid off the eight people who worked for me. And um, I was like, I want to this is the time in my life to go out and just do it just go out and do it and start my own thing and do what I like to do with the people that I'm passionate about and interested in. And, um, and that was nine years ago. Um, and since then we've grown to be a boutique firm of six lawyers who focus on working with scaling companies, founders, investors, and, um, and then in commercial real estate. So, uh, and every day's fun and every day's different and it's interesting. So y'all, we're both in the entrepreneur organization. I talk about it all the time on my podcast and, and attribute a lot of the tools that I'm able to put into place and like move us forward every year as a business and how to grow. And we're at a family, a fun family event. And we're just talking and, and you're like, I'm Andrew's attorney. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I mean, because I'm in all these meetings, um, Talking about, and, and y'all, we live in Tennessee. And so the liquor and the alcohol licensing stuff, like when you do, it's just bizarre. Like it's hard. And so, um, you know, the owner of this company is telling, well, Nancy this and Nancy that. Well, Nancy said this. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, what is Nancy? I mean, I'm like, that's a Nancy question. Like, 
but legally, you guys, this is so important. Okay. So you started to tell me a story about mm-hmm. a gentleman. It's a good, and if you're, if you're new in business, I don't mean young in age because there's people at the, at the entrepreneur center who are in their sixties, who had a whole full blown S career who are now, they're now starting an entrepreneur journey because they have an idea and they want to make an impact. Yeah. Um, so if you're newer, newer in your business, you may not feel that you need these things yet, but every business needs these things. And so really for companies that, like you said, like want to grow and want to scale and all of those things, like you want to think about those things and get there. Like you're going to blink your eyes. I can't believe I've been in this for 22 years. Right. And I'm just like, oh my God. And especially when you like love it and you have fun, it just goes by so quick. But will you share with us what you were talking about? Hold on. We're talking about, you know, legal, legal expenses. It's expensive to hire a lawyer, but you know, people are, it's, it's, it's cheaper on the front end than it is on the back end as in all things in life. And I so often have clients who think that they're like, oh, I got this, I've got this. And they'll, um, and they just look at it and then you know, they do the deal and things go wrong and they call me back and they're like, fix this. And I'm like, I can't do anything. And I I have a client that I'm trying to help right now who, um, again, this is what he did. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's got a number of things apart. Somebody he knew, he was a family friend, um, came to him. They live in a small town and said, "Uh, let's do this deal together. And the, I'll, I'll, I will pay for this. I will get the lawyer to put all the documents together. And so my client was like, yeah, okay, I trust him. He's a good guy. I see him at church on Sunday. That's, a, that's always the worst. And so um, now he has put several million dollars into this venture. And, um, and things are not going how it's supposed to be going. And they brought us the... Uh, all the business documents and it's now several different companies and every single one of them says that he has no rights he is an investor in this business he cannot vote he has no decision making whatsoever this person can do anything they want with his investment and the person is siphoning basically the investment and the assets and the return out to other companies that he controls and letting this one be a loss leader. And, uh, and again, interest rates are starting to go up. And so um, he decided he, the, the bad guy doesn't want to renew a loan that's coming due. So we put out a capital call for another $800,000 that he wants my client to pay into the business. And my client is like, I mean, one, we're not doing that. We're, whatever the outcome is, we're not throwing good money after bad. But if we had read this on the front end, we would have saved millions of dollars. We would have said, Woo, wait a minute, people. Like, you have no rights. You've got no authority. You know, there's a whole ter- list of issues that I would have gone down and said, problem, 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 problem. And it's never my job to, I'm always trying to get you, get your deal done. I mean, that's my ultimate goal is we need to do your deal and, and how do we make it work? But how am I protecting you and seeing those red flag situations? So either we negotiate an out or we are able to find you a path, or at least you go in eyes wide open. 
So in this instance, we've got very little we can do other than just sit and say no. And they may dilute us down. He may lose his investment. Um, but I, there's not any magic that I can do. So right. it's, it's just... Insane. It's just literally, uh, and I see this, this isn't the first time I see this. I see this all the time. We get somebody who comes in here probably every four to six weeks. who has got a similar story with they've gotten themselves into a business relationship or into a partnership and it's not what they thought it was. And what can I do? And, and, oh yeah, I looked at it and it looked kind of okay. It was a lot of words. So uh, again, $1,500 on the front end, $2,500 would have, you know, saved, you know, again, we're looking at about a $1.8 million investment at this point in time that's that's largely tossed away. It's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not it's, making this up. It, it, no, I, I know. And that's the thing that people don't understand. Like when you, when you start and you're, if you're a small business, then you don't think about these things. I mean, I know I could, I could probably write a full book on like effed up stories of if I just hadn't had known, you know, could, could save us a lot of heartache and money down the road. Um, but like, you know, having those people that you can go to when you need something and just mm -hmm. to have your stuff in place. Like I signed an entertainment thing for some like thing that we did with TLC many, many years ago. And there was an entertainment attorney who was an SAP, a strategic alliance partner in EO that I reached out to. And I'm like, hey, uh, you know, how much is it for me to just have you like look over all this? Cause I don't know what it means. And he told me how much it would be. I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. I, I sent it to him and he came back and he's like, I don't think you want these things. Like they're basically saying that if they launch products around this show with your name on them, that you wouldn't make any money, like nothing. Like they would own, I was like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> like, right. like a few episodes, like what? And so, I mean, he redlined the shit out of stuff. <laughs> and then I came, I went back to him. It, I mean, it was this back and forth thing. And then the producer, they're like, well, your attorney, of course, is going to keep saying this because it's, he's making more money every, and I was like, no, he's actually protecting me. And it's a mindset thing where people will try to tell you because it's in their favor that you don't redline things up. And yes, it's an investment. But like you said, if I wouldn't have known that, if, if something like really took off and there's some some shows that did have taken off and I'm friends with some of these people and they, I mean, it, it's actually public knowledge. I think if you like that honey boo-boo, how they got mm -hmm. so screwed because they didn't have an attorney. I mean, it's kind of a famous story in America um, of like, know your rights and like have the right people. Okay. So you mentioned something that was um, if, like, if you're in an early stage of your company, like avoid legal zoom. Like, does it say, mm -hmm. like, what does that mean? Because I don't even know, you know, I'm like zoom. I think of zooming like we're doing now, or there's a company called zoom info. That is, um, an amazing AI company that a lot of big marketing firms use. When I say big, right. I mean, they're spending over $10 million in a quarter to advertise and, and do things. So enlighten us. What does that mean? <laughs> so, so there's an online company. It was started by, I think it was Robert Shapiro, one of OJ Simpson's lawyers. If you go back to the 
to a celebrity lawyer. And it's an online that you can go in and you can pay $199 or something like that. And they're plus their fees and it'll set up your LLC and you can get a stock NDA or an employment agreement, or there's lots of things there. And I see people do this all the time and even more established companies because they're, you know, and again, it's fine. You just go do that you're going to pay me twice as much to fix it because you're now playing lawyer and just like, you don't really want to be your own surgeon. Like, you know, there's, there's nuances that go into how do we set up your partnership with this other individual? Or if you're entering into a lease agreement or a license agreement, or, you know, there's a whole menu of stuff out there that you can do. Um, just invest in creating a relationship with somebody that you can call because the people that I work with on an ongoing basis, I know what your, like your business is. I know what your risk factors are. I'm thinking about what are your goals? I want to know what your destination is. And I'm thinking about all those little hurdles that get along the way. And it may be something really routine that I can just pull off and just, you know, I'll put a nominal something on it. But again, you're going to get into, you don't know what the paper actually says <laughs> and, and does it meet your needs? Does it actually cover your intellectual property that you're creating? Does it say that um, if you get in a dispute, you're going to have to travel to Delaware, you know, and hire a lawyer in Delaware when you live in Nashville? I, you know, I mean, I can go down the list, but invariably, as soon as those documents walk in the door, I'm like, all right, well, we've got to add this to the list is we've got to redo all of this because you've set yourself up to be board managed or director managed or, you know, I, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that people pick that they just don't know what it means. So mm -mm. it should, it's fascinating because like, two things with me um you know my family had a, a wedding venue my uncle ran it um for 35 years until he he was like he retired and and sold it and so it would it's just like what he's like don't ever do this and don't ever do that and don't ever blah 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 and I'm like well I can understand where he's coming from but then there are some really great relationships and business partnerships um, and I've been in some of them where they're so healthy, but it comes down to how is it laid out? How is the language laid mm -hmm. out? And when you're, you're not clear, especially when it comes to friends and family, because, you know, I coach people on how to raise money and with investors, but they do their friends and family round first, typically. And so um, it's a little different, but even when it's like friends and family and you want to do something ask and, and, and invest when people are like, well, that's too expensive. I can't afford that. Or, oh, this is just a little side thing. Well, that little side thing can, which was my mindset years ago was something that we did online. Um, I'm like, that's just a little sad thing. Like it's no big deal, but if we need to pay a thousand dollars, whatever. But my business partner was like, well, let's do it in Delaware because blah, 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 blah. And she had done all this <laughs> research. Well, I go back to the same firm that is an SAP and whoever that specialty, you know, they sent me to the, I didn't know you then, uh, Nancy, but I didn't know Andrew then, That's right. but I'm like, wait, Delaware. I'm like, wait, what? And so, and you know, I'm not a researcher at all, but 
you know, I like watched a few videos and I'm like, well, if this happens and this, and yes, there are advantages, but like, I didn't even know the right things to ask or if it even made sense. And so some of the stuff, and because I'm so busy, you know, usually I'm just like, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but because of my previous experiences of almost getting royally screwed out of some things, I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't sign anything until our attorney looks at it. Well, and People think that they'll presume like that their bank, oh, it came from the bank. The bank is fine. No, the bank is looking out for the bank. And uh, another example is uh, I had a couple of months ago, one of my longtime clients that I'm doing all of his corporate work, um, the bank knew that I did his this work and we were doing a real estate deal. And so they contacted me to close his loan and he had not talked to me about the loan. They just contacted me because they knew I was in his orbit, which was fine. We were going to do it. And they sent the loan documents over and I read them because that's what I do. I read the documents and I, yeah. I called, the, I called the, the client and I was like, so let's talk about what these documents say. And it says, you are going to borrow a million dollars and you're going to pay this back over 10 years. And so it's a 10-year loan, right? And he's like, yeah, term loan. And he's like, the documents say this is a demand note, which means they can come back to you in 10 days and say, we changed our mind for any reason or no reason, give us the money back. And I was like, and this is exactly what happens in, if you go back to 2008 and 9 and 10 during the financial crisis, when so many people had signed documents that were this loose, the bank just gave it to them and it was cheap. I didn't want a lawyer. So they just signed it. And then they're, things are starting to get kind of edgy and the bank's nervous because of the macro conditions. They just called the loan because they could. Now, if you yeah. had spent five or $6,000 on a lawyer to help you navigate through this, we would have you in normal loan documents. We would have very specific default provisions there would be opportunities to cure there would be you know these lists there's a list of things but it's about you know I, I don't have space to help you when you're in trouble if I haven't been able to build it in on the front end and again you can't assume it can be anybody so it really can and I mean another thing too is like I've been subpoenaed to court before like we've had clients file bankruptcy uh, I mean they're not our clients anymore but like literally two entrepreneurs that got married kind of put on a scam. And then I got, I mean, this was so many years ago. I mean, it was like a freaking dateline story. And um, again, I had to, you know, go. there's so many times where I've like gone to this company and I'm like, okay, I need an attorney for this because I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I'm like, what's the point? Um, and I don't get intimidated. Like it doesn't scare me. I just try to ask more questions to better understand but like with you, you, I know this because Andrew tells me like, you just, I don't even know what to ask sometimes. And it's like, even when people don't ask, you're like, well, we need to think about this. And you can't yep. teach that proactiveness to someone because right. I also know you genuinely care about the, you know, the companies that you're representing. Absolutely. I really, I want people to succeed. That's my high is, you know, that I'm like, that we have a win, that we make, we take you to the finish line, that you've got your exit, you've got your, whatever it is. Again, that's a point of pride for me that I'm, I mean, I'm in, I am all in. Um, but I hate, you know, if we're not listening and working together, I'm kind of, it's, it's not near as much fun um, as, as it is otherwise. And 
I'll make one more point on this. As we were talking about, you were talking about people raising money and they're like, oh, I'm just going to go ask my buddy and my friend over here and my friend over there and it'll be okay. And I'm going to, we'll just kind of make up some stuff and tell people and they'll just give it to me because I, who I am. People do not understand that you are now in the business of selling securities. And this might be one of the biggest things that I talk to scaling companies about is not to do this lightly. And it is not a place to go super budget. And they're like, oh, we don't need to pay a lawyer. You absolutely need to pay a lawyer to help you do it in a good one at that because it is so fraught with risk. And there are so many rules out there about who can give money and the grounds that they can give money. And the, and the other thing that goes with that is I have a client who didn't know, um, this was much earlier in his lifetime, and he introduced some people together and the, his friend invested with his other friend and gave him $50,000. And so the company sent my client $5,000 check saying, thanks so much. We really appreciate you doing that. And that's called, it's like a referral fee and they're illegal. And my client got arrested. He was about 25 years old and he got in trouble in securities fraud and spent a, an entire year on house arrest. So he had no idea what he was doing. I mean, but I get, again, like legally setting, to me, it's like, I mean, I'm in the wedding industry. It's like commissions and affiliates and links. And um, I mean, I wouldn't have made it through COVID without like you right. know, all our affiliate stuff. But I think what you're saying is like, that's written completely different because it's not like it's a friend of, it's like a, it's a legit business. And we're also very vocal about it. It's like, hey, if you like this software or you like these pants or you like this, like you can use my affiliate link because content creators, like that's how we keep going is yep. we are, be, we're able to provide free value and free content to people because we have sponsors that are paying for things. Yep. And so I guess my question is like, how do you know if it's like super legit so that you don't go to jail? Like, so, so one, if you're investing, you need to do due diligence. You need to see, yeah. you need to get into the company. You need to see, are they giving you the private placement memorandum? Are they giving you disclosure documents? Do they have paperwork that is robust that you can take to a lawyer and have them look at it? If you're going to spend 50, a hundred, $150,000 investing in another company, Spend the fifteen hundred dollars to have somebody look at the documents because I get some that come in all the time that I look at. And I'm like, I don't even need to spend any time looking at this. This paperwork is so shoddy. The answer is no. Just no. Just we're not going there. They are not. I mean, I know you. I can look at it in a second, and I know how. Do, is there a legitimate law firm involved who knows what they're doing? That's my like mm -hmm. first telltale sign. And then I start looking into, you know, what are the return provisions? What are the decision making? I've got a long list of things that I look at that I, you know, I, I send people about 10 bullet summary that they need to know about their investment. But you would be so surprised at, again, how there's scam artists out there everywhere. And it really may be your brother-in-law.
Yeah. My brother-in-law is great. I love my brother-in-law, but again, I'm just saying in general, you just don't know. I mean, people, you, you would be amazed at what we see. If you watch, so I don't really watch TV. However, <laughs> I did binge watch Breaking Bad because uh-huh. the guy that is like the, you know, FBI or whatever he is, Hank, I think was his name. It's like, that's kind of like my dad growing up. So I just identified yeah. it. I mean, I kind of lived that um, that life a little bit. I didn't know it as a child, but then as an adult, I was like, wow, what you did was really effing dangerous. Um, but it's like, even in watching Breaking Bad, it's like in watching, I mean, the directors were so brilliant in like making you love the history teacher that is dying, but he doesn't want to, he doesn't have the money, you know, and he doesn't want to tell his family and burden them. So he like starts to make meth to sell it, to pay for his treatment. And then it's like, you don't feel, I don't know. And then, but then she's married to the guy. It's it's crazy. (laughs) It's so like, but that's a perfect, like, I immediately thought of Breaking Bad when you're like, it could be your brother-in-law. <laughs> you but don't like, know. Again, know. you would be so surprised at some of the sketchy stuff that we see. Um, and it's not rare. I, again, I wish I could say I've only seen one or two of these. Um, I, and I literally, I had another company come to me that wanted to take a private equity investment and they were in a real pinch. They were, they were really tight. The COVID was just brutal on this company and they were fighting to survive. And um, this private equity came in and they were promising the moon. And it was, I mean, again, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And, um, and they wanted them to just sign paperwork. And, and fortunately my client was like, no. We don't sign if Nancy doesn't look at it. And um, this stuff was so sloppy and so bad. And it was so unfavorable to my client. And we spent five months fighting with these people. My client was determined to do this deal. I mean, determined to do this deal. Um, And I don't know that we moved the needle a little bit. We didn't just enough, but they got in and they were scam artists. They were total scam artists. And my client to this day will tell you, I told him every step of the way, this is wrong. The paper is wrong. We're negotiating the wrong things. We're negotiating the wrong things. This is wrong. And um, fortunately, we had put enough together in, in the documents that it wasn't perfect, but we were able to get rid of these people. Um, and one day I'm going to write a book about that. He and I will write a book together on that deal um, because it was uh, uh, just unbelievable, again, how invidious people can be at times. And they prey on people who are desperate, who are excited. You've got an idea. You believe in it. You're trying to grow. You're capping out. You need that extra capital to be able to lever up. And um, you would be amazed at how they will find a way to take, like in this instance, they took a full assignment. They wanted a full assignment of all the company's IP as collateral, uh-huh. as collateral. And uh, I, I, I just started talking circles around them enough that they finally got frustrated. They didn't know enough of what they were doing that, you know, again, having a really good lawyer to help you. Um, they actually abandoned that term, but I do believe that that was one of the linchpins that if they had been able to get it, we might not have been able to get rid of them. So, but you were, I mean, you're not even like exaggerating, like the mm-hmm. fact that this, I mean, some of the scam stuff that 
it's like, you guys could just have a podcast talking and just have business owners on it that have been scammed. Like I have the best stories literally recently. Um, these two girls were a lesbian couple. We treat everyone the same. I don't care if you're two men, two women, two dogs, a cat and a dog. I don't care if you want to celebrate a party and you're in love, we will flip and help you. And, um, but then people pray off of that empathy sometimes. And they had come and said that there was a venue that was, um, not only racist towards them, but they couldn't get married, but the law was passed in Tennessee and this is the law and this is, you know, whatever. So, um, because I was raised by a private investigator, my brother also, who is an EO, (laughs) is an investigations company. Um, I'm like, Hey, can you run the background checks on these, these names? So one of the girls had 72 pages. Her record was 72 pages all on credit card for all this stuff, right? Now, I let it go on for about 24 hours when they were like telling me they wanted all this stuff, no budget, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, before we move forward, you know, we take a retainer, you have to sign a contract. So we'll send that over to you. And they're like, well, is it a problem to pay cash for everything? Because, you know, we would like to just pay cash and not... Um, can we save on taxes? I'm like, well, it doesn't really work like that. Sure. You can pay cash. Like our, um, we work with different religions that are paid differently and we don't judge anybody. And I said out loud in front of nine people sitting in this meeting with us jokingly, but being funny and serious at the same time, I said, of course you can pay with cash. As long as it's not drug money, um, we're fine with that, but don't, don't involve us in any kind of drug, anything, because my dad and my brother and the guy that was with me, his sister worked with my brother and was a PI. I'm like, we just don't need to get caught up in anything illegal. So it's fine as long as it's good money. And they're like, oh no, our dad, one of the dads like owns this big company in Switzerland. He's going to fly over in his private plane and like, you know, pay whatever, right? So I'm like, now these stories are not completely off. Well, I'm not cash in my Learjet because that's how that's really wealthy people do is in bags Where this got so great was she, um, so, you know, in a relationship, you usually have the one that's like the loud over, and then you have like the introverted one, which is definitely this. And we were on a group text with people. She's like, um, so the dad, the dad's going to meet you and he'll, you know, bring, I was like, great, never showed up. So I texted him that night. I was like, we're, we're not, we, we can't meet out at the venue or have another meeting until we, we get a retainer, meaning it's non-refundable. Um, and I've learned that the hard way from deposit to retainer. Right. And, um, she's like, tells this story. She's like, well, he got into a wreck. He was hit behind and his neck is really hurt and the plane left him. So <laughs> it's going to be tomorrow. And I'm like, well, that's funny. When you have a private plane, why the fuck would it leave you? Like that's, but listen, I played with it for about two days where I just kept asking, I already knew, I asked questions. And then I dug a little bit deeper. And the, the worst part about this story is that they had been going around Nashville, Tennessee for about six months, scamming all these vendors. Like, and these are good vendors that yeah. like, we work with. And so um, I just started little things like little clues they started mentioning. So I like text people and I'm like, hey, this girl. And then they're like, oh, well, they ordered a $12,000 dress six months ago and I've never seen a penny. I'm like, oh, well, that's funny. Well, they're scam artists. So that sucks that you're out that. But 
it's just, but they're like, don't you dare call the news and bring me into this. I'm like, oh, you know me real well because I'm not <laughs> the girl to do anything to because I will publicly tell everyone real quick right. and use it as a story, right? Yeah. So it's like, why do people not ask more questions? They just think that they're going to chase all this money and it's magically going to be okay. And it's not that it's too good to be true what they were saying. It's just the way that they were doing it. And the question, and, you know, again, put clues together. It, it happens more than you would think. So, and of course I like called the news and like did blogs and thing. I don't think I've done a lot of podcasting on it, but it's just, it happens too frequently yeah. to where, um, I, it just you, the right way. It's too uh, easy to go set a relationship up with somebody, get something going on the front end. If you have a good relationship and it's ongoing, then it's actually going to be less expensive. Um, and it's going to people, somebody who's going to be real responsive when you're in a pickle and you're trying to figure something out and who can push back and say, no, because again, we're, people try to take advantage of you. It happens all the time. And especially now that we're going into this weird economic period where we are and things are getting tighter, you're going to see more of this. Where can I get an extra dollar here? And where can I get an extra dollar there? And your small business that you're scaling, every dollar matters. And if you have to then spend four times of that to try and go fix the problem after the fact, if you can get your money back in whatever it is, it may cost you an FTE. It may cost you this new marketing initiative that you want to do because it's taken up all your capital. Um, and so, you know, just knowing and having that really good foundation. And, and again, if it's a great relationship, I get a lot of my clients who they call me and it takes me about 30 seconds to answer their question. And I may not even write that time down because it would take me more time to build that. And it's really about goodwill. I would rather you call me and let me say, Ooh, danger, danger, danger. Let's stop and talk about this. Um, then, um, then if you, then, then not call me. And so I try to be really, again, it's a partnership. And so I, that's just what I, I really preach to people. I, I can't tell you how often um, I have a client who, who signed a lease for a property and then came back later, they were storing, they were growing hemp and they were going to grow hemp, store hemp in this warehouse. And then the warehouse started leaking and created all this mold and they lost all of their crop. They lost all of their crop for the entire year. And, you know, they came back to me and were trying to get me to fix stuff. And again, there's not a whole lot I can do because the lease was so crappy. <laughs> You know, I was able to get them out of the rest of the lease and they didn't have to go make certain repairs that were wanted. But but again, the, when you're spending this much money and this is your entire entire um, business and all of your capital, uh, a little I mean, a, a penny goes a long way. I don't know, like the 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 attorney lawyer industry has done a phenomenal job, especially in America, of educating consumers that your time is expensive. I'm like, it's the best investment ever. Um, you look at things differently when shit happens to you and, and you don't see it coming. Um, but it's like, it's a mindset shift, I think, it's where it's not that I don't think people think about it. 
I think they think they can't afford it because they think it's so expensive. But like you even threw out a number earlier. I mean, $1,500. Okay. Well, I don't drink coffee and I don't go to Starbucks, but I can tell you that there's people in my life who go twice a day. And if you oh add God. up what they, what they and their family spend, and I'm related to one of these people, um, I promise you it's probably, again, everybody has different priorities. It's okay. But if you're doing business, make sure it's not that it is expensive. It's a mindset shift of let me protect myself, let me protect my assets, protect my ideas, protect things before you're going to go um, blow something up and then you're not protected and then it's all taken away. Like right. that, that, that's bad. Get a um, great NDA so that somebody, you're going out and talking to somebody about your idea. You've got this amazing idea that you want to go get and you didn't go get the NDA in the advance before you start spilling the beans. Well, now it's not protected. You can, it doesn't matter what you do. You've given them your ideas and your path and all your hard work and they can go crib off of that. It's fair game. And you know, it's, it's an NDA. I mean, yeah. so, right. It's just, um, again, being proactive and, and putting that as part of your foundation as you're making yourself, you know, and again, this is such a great time of year that as we're rolling into the end of year, you're doing your goal for next year, go do an audit and you can, um, you can get a legal audit checklist online, or I'll, I'll even send you one, Angela, that you can go put, yeah. you can put in your show notes. That is yep. just something that you can like be thinking through. Have I, have I, is it time to file for my trademarks or are they current? Do I need to be making, have I looked at my license agreements? Do they need to be up to date? Do I have, um, is my business in good standing at the Secretary of State? Do I need to go back and look at my core contracts in my MSA again? Do I have all my employees under proprietary rights agreements that says if they go out and develop a concept, they create something, anything, a concept, a slogan, uh, whatever it is that you own it and that you're able to put that into your company's IP and that you're not about to have a big IPO and somebody stands up and says, hi, I want a big check. <laughs> it yeah, happens. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is the time to be thinking about that is just checking your foundation every year, just like you do your financial plan. Go do a legal audit on your business, quick and easy. I, if, if you could share the checklist, I think that would yeah. be great. Um, I can guarantee you the very first checklist that I saw, you know, again, I was a very young, young business owner. Um, I didn't know what any, I was like, wait, what does this mean? Like one of the questions um, about estate, estate selling, mm -hmm. and you know, you don't know you need these things until something happens. Right. And, and we've had people come and talk like tax strategists and estate and uh, you know, where I was in my life at that time, I didn't really need any of that. And then, uh, you know, life changes and things happen and it's like, okay, I do need those things now. Like what, what, you know, what do I need to do? And so just because maybe your business isn't to a million dollars yet, or, or you don't even know what scaling is, there might be other life opportunities where if you have a business and you have a, a, an, a, an attorney that specifically deals with businesses, <laughs> Right. That's the key. They're, they're not somebody 
who, who somebody complained to me about selling her business and her law, the lawyer she used has on his website that he does social security and workers' compensation. That's not the same thing. So, no, but no. I, you just hit on another thing. And this is a mantra I'm saying to everybody. I, again, I'm, oh, this is a rant that I have right now. Do you have a will and where is it? Um, and every business owner, everybody needs this, but in particular, your business owner, have you thought about what happens is Andrew says, you go on a safari and you get eaten by a lion. You are, who is going to be there to be your emergency in case to, to keep the business going, but also how does it transfer? And this is actually one of the biggest files I have on my desk right now, an entrepreneur that he and I talked during the pandemic, your business is starting to get really big. We need to have, make sure you have an estate plan and that we have thought about this. And he, we talked for more than an hour on some of the issues he needed to be thinking about. This summer at the tender age of 48, he did not wake up. He just did not wake up. And we have a huge, I mean, it, it, it's about six companies. It's, it's, a, it's a very substantial business that generates a lot of cash. My heir is 12. You cannot give an a 12-year-old, I mean, they can't do this. And there's no putting it in a trust after the fact. The trust door's dead. So we now have lawyers till the end of time managing this. We are spending lots of money trying to analyze, and we've got assets in other countries. So it is... Again, as even if it had been a very simple, simple, it didn't have to have elaborate tax planning with it, just some simple planning would have saved his family unbelievable amounts of angst and and we would have had, I mean, saved the estate an extraordinary amount of money. And so I, this is just, I'm on a bandwagon with everybody. Do you have a will and where is it? So And update it, update your will. I like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit last year, cause every December, I usually don't work a lot in December. It's like years ago, we're like, okay, we're not doing any events. We're not doing any weddings. We're going to attend a few events and then, um, and then get our shit, you know, together right. for the companies for next year. And, um, so last year, like my brother had a baby, they're having another baby. And it's like, you know, all the, I don't have real kids, you know, that are mine. And so it's like, my sister's kids are on things and it's like, I need to add my brothers. And then I'm like, well, she's pregnant again. Like I'll just wait until next year, you know? And it's like, so I tell them, I'm like, do it every year. It's on my to-do list. And here it is, you know, like at the end of another year. And I'm like, well, the baby's about to be born. So after the baby is born, but it's like, these are the like, not so fun, sexy things until something happens. And right. I've seen not having a will rip families apart Ooh. when I'm in the middle of planning weddings that they're spending millions of dollars and family. I mean, it's just one simple document could have, like you said, really laid things out. Um, it, it's like, you don't want to think about death. You don't want to talk about it, but as a business owner, even there's a very well-known story that through EO we're a member, unfortunately, his business partner, died of a heart attack very unexpectedly and their operating agreement was not was so loose and then the wife and then the other it just got messy 
messy mm-hmm. because the wife didn't know all these things that was married to the one that passed away. And it's like, neither family has any ill will towards each other. It's just, they believe that they have the right to X, Y, Z because of X, Y, Z. It's just, it right. just be proactive. Just right. be proactive and right. think about it. I could talk to you all day. It's like, um, I'm like, I'm like, more stories all day. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Um, but if people want to connect with you, so in, in the, uh, in the show notes, like, you know, we'll put some of these resources, but if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? Um, you know what, just shoot me an email or you can reach out on my, on my, on my website. I've got woodstabelle.com and there's a little link and it says, contact me now. And just put a note in the, in the line that you saw me on, on, um, Angela Prophet's podcast. So we're happy to talk and happy to see if we can help people. And if we're not the right fit, we'll help you find the person who is the right fit. So thank you. Much. Thank you so much for your time. And if you're watching or listening today, thank you so much for your time. And be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember, the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.